ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed brothers and sisters Indeed the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has left us with a lot of good Indeed, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he clarified the true path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his practice, through his actions, through his guidance, and through his speech. The path that he left is a path that is clear. A path that is clear for those who seek it and indeed brothers and sisters from the precious things that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam left us with is that of the adhkar the ad'iyah the supplications and the dua that he taught his companions sallallahu alayhi wasallam the supplications that he taught them and they memorized them and they implemented them and they taught those after them and it was recorded down in a hadith from the sayings of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and indeed the supplications or the prophetic prophetic supplications indeed they are very important for the muslimin they are very important in our practice of al-islam they are very important in keeping us mindful of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are very important in the rectification and the and the purification of our hearts as one supplication where he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said I need to shaddad ibn awsin 
he said, and this companion, he said, that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said to me, Ya Shaddad ibn Awsin, Ya Shaddad ibn Awsin, Ida ra'aytan nas, Qad iktanazu al-dhahab wal-fiddah, Faqniz haulai al-kalimat. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-thabata fil-amr, Wal-azimata ala al-rushd, Wa-as'aluka mujibati rahmatik, Wa-azaim, مغفرتك وأسألك شكر نعمتك وحسن عبادتك وأسألك قلب قلبا سليما ولسانا صادقا وأسألك من خير ما تعلم وأعوذ بك من شر ما تعلم وأستغفرك لما تعلم إنك أنت علام الغيوب. In this supplication. There are many lessons to be taken. There are many things that we need to reflect upon. Here, the Prophet ﷺ was advising this companion, advising him with something, with something that he should be constantly upon, something that he should keep as a treasure when he sees the people keeping gold and gathering gold and silver as treasure he advised his companion when you see those people when you see the people gathering gold and silver and keeping it as treasure then take these words as treasure take these words as your treasure Take these words and gather them and gather their benefit for you. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said and he taught him these words. Oh Allah, I ask you for firmness in this affair. And I ask you for firm intention and determination regarding al-rushd and your guidance. And I ask you for that which will affirm your mercy and your forgiveness. And I ask you to make me from those who are grateful for your blessings and those who perfect your worship. And I ask you for a heart that is sound and a tongue that speaks the truth. And I ask you for all of the good that you know and I seek refuge in you from all the evil that you know and I ask for your forgiveness regarding everything that you know meaning regarding my sins indeed you are the knower of the unseen these words brothers and sisters they are better than gold and silver a supplication that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught this noble companion and he said to him when you see the people gathering gold and silver and taking them as their treasure 
Take instead these words as your treasure. Instead, gather these words for yourself. Keep these words close to you. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught him this great supplication. A supplication which has many lessons and many things for us to be mindful upon. And inshallah, we are going to only touch upon any some of them. When he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in this dua, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-thabat. <coughs> Allahumma inni as'aluka al-thabat fil-amr. Oh Allah, I ask you for firmness upon this affair. So what is this affair that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded this companion to ask Allah for firmness upon and the scholars have mentioned it is the affair of the religion. Meaning, O oh Allah, I ask you for firmness upon this religion, upon Al-Islam, upon your religion which you have legislated for your servants and commanded them to follow and abide by. So here, a person is asking Allah to make him upright upon his obedience and that they do not and that one should not deviate, deviate to the left and nor to the right. So firmness, firmness upon that straight path. Al-Islam, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we see the word affair mentioned in another hadith which refers again to the meaning of being the religion. When he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fahuwa rad. Whoever introduces an affair, introduces something in this affair of ours, what is this affair of ours, brothers and sisters? In our religion, ma laysa minhu, that which is not from it, rad, then it is not accepted, and it is refuted back upon the doer or the person who has attributed this to al-Islam. And likewise, we see in other hadith where he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked for firmness upon the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the example of this is the hadith of Um Salama radiallahu anha that she said, Inna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana yukthiru an yaqul Ya muqallib al-qulub Thabbit qalbi ala deenik Ala deenik Qalat qultu ya Rasulullah Fa'inna Wa'inna al-qulub Latataqallab Qala na'am Ma khalaqallahu min bani adam Min basharin Illa wa qalbuhu bayna Usbu'ayni Min asabi al-rahman Min asabi Allah Insha'ah aqamah wa insha'ah azagah. 
So Umm Salama radiallahu anha, she said that indeed the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to say this numerous times. He used to say this dua numerous times. And he said, O turner of hearts, make my heart firm upon your religion. O turner of hearts, make my heart firm and upon your religion. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to say this supplication numerous times. And Umm Salama, she used to hear him saying it numerous times, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And look at the example, brothers and sisters, of the message of Allah. Guaranteed paradise. Guaranteed paradise. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is making this dua numerous times asking Allah for firmness to make his heart firm upon this religion indeed brothers and sisters whatever the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed and said that is guidance for this ummah that is guidance for this ummah so therefore take and implement that which he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he taught the hadith continues and um salama she said o messenger of allah does the heart turn and change so he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said naam yes allah has not created a person from the children of Adam except that his or, his or her heart is between the two fingers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is between the two fingers of the fingers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he wills he makes it firm if he wills he makes it firm and if he wills it causes he causes it to deviate so he brothers and sisters indeed the matter of the heart is something which is very important in you being firm upon this religion being upright in this religion ask for Allah for firmness to make your hearts firm upon this deen and to make you mindful and to make you mindful constantly of this important dua this religion brothers and sisters that Allah has given us is complete and is perfect it does not need for anything to be added to it likewise it does not need for anything to be taken away from it when you seek to implement and learn your religion Learn your religion according to the evidences. Learning from the scholars, the great scholars of this ummah. Learn your religion from the correct sources and beware and beware and be careful of where you take your religion from and who you take your religion from. For indeed, this affair is religion. 
It is your religion. So therefore it is not to be taken just from anyone or anywhere. It needs to be taken from the right people. And it needs to be taken from the sources, the Quran, the Sunnah, and the understanding of our righteous predecessors. And the other part of this dua, the Prophet ﷺ, the Prophet ﷺ, he asked Allah Azza wa Jal for Al Azima Ar Al Rushd to have that firm <coughs> intention <coughs> and determination for the right guidance. And here the scholars have said, indeed, again, this is a great supplication, <coughs> a great affair. For the person to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed the people have a great need for it. And they say here that rushd, rushd means every type of goodness and success in this world and the next. So it comprises of all of the goodness, all of the goodness and in this dunya and the hereafter. So they say here in this part of the supplication, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make your intention firm and your determination firm to work, to work for and achieve all the types of good that you come to know of. All the types of good that you are pointed towards that which leads to your success in your religion in your success in your hereafter. Numerous times, brothers and sisters, we are pointed in the right direction. Numerous times, we hear to the meanings of the verses of the Quran. Numerous times, we are reminded of the ahadith the sayings of the Prophet wasallam and his actions. Numerous times we have given admonition that is beneficial for us, that is beneficial for us to follow. We hear and come across these beneficial advices all the time. But what we lack, what people lack is that firm determination and that firm intention to carry them out. So the scholars say here, this part of this dua is aiding that person to have that firm intention and determination to carry out the good that he comes across, the goodness that he is taught that will lead to his success in his religion and hereafter. So ask Allah for that firm determination to accomplish the good that you hear, to follow the guidance that you learn from the Quran and the Sunnah. For indeed, that determination, brothers and sisters, to see them through, that is what we lack. That is what we lack most of the time. 
So therefore ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you firm in taking those steps and to make you consistent upon it so that you may be considered to be from the people of those good actions and that you be written that you are from those people and of those righteous deeds and those righteous actions before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next part of the supplication, another important part where he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَأَسْأَلُكَ شُكْرَ نِعْمَتِكَ I ask you to make me grateful and thankful for your blessings. Indeed, brothers and sisters, another important affair. And the scholars have said this is from the greatest of gifts that a person is given. From the greatest of gifts that Allah Azza wa Jal aids a person to be thankful for him, to be thankful to him for his blessings. So therefore they say when Allah Azza wa Jal blesses you, brothers and sisters, when Allah blesses you, do not look past being grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And being grateful to Allah stands upon pillars. The heart shows gratefulness by acknowledging that those blessings are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not from our deeds, our actions, our effort, our knowledge. We take the means. But the blessings and the favors that we get, they are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are not independent. We are not in control of those blessings. They are from Allah. And He bestows those blessings upon whom He wills. So therefore, do not neglect thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, the tongue shows gratefulness by mentioning those blessings and praising and thanking Allah with that which befits Him. That is another form of being grateful to Allah Azza wa Jal. Likewise, the limbs, the limbs show gratefulness to Allah by placing those, those blessings in the obedience of Allah, meaning that you use your blessings to please the one who bless you with those blessings. Use your blessings to please Allah. Use your wealth, for example, to feed the poor, to give in charity, to help your brothers and sisters when they are in need. Use those blessings, brothers and sisters, in that which is halal. Do not spend your wealth in haram. Do not consume haram. Please Allah Azza wa Jal, Use your blessings, brothers and sisters, for his pleasure. When you use your blessings for his pleasure, he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you with more. He increases you with those blessings. So fear Allah, oh brothers and sisters, fear Allah and be mindful to be grateful of, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the next part of the dua, 
He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asked Allah wa husna ibadatik. He asked Allah for the perfection of his worship. Meaning, oh Allah, I ask you to aid me to perfect my worship for you. Indeed, brothers and sisters, another important affair that we need to be mindful upon, that we need to worship Allah in the right manner. We need to worship Allah with a sincere intention that we intend our actions of worship for Him alone and that we perform our actions of worship according to the example of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Stick to that and you'll be safe in your religion. Stick to that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed and came with and dedicate those actions of worship for Allah Azza wa Jal, you are upon the path to success. When people deviate, they want to add, they want to add actions which they think in showing love for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or in showing extra effort. And when you look towards those actions, there is no basis for them, there is no evidence for them. There is no guidance from the Prophet ﷺ to these types of actions. People leave the sunnah, that which is confirmed and the hadith, and they go and perform actions which have no basis. Which have no basis at all. So indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to be intelligent people. We need to stick to that which has been mentioned and legislated for us and stay away from that which has not been legislated and fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by that you will be perfecting your actions of worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likewise the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he asked Allah azza wa jal in this dua for a sound heart for a heart that is clean and pure from shirk, clean from riya, hypocrisy, envy, and every type of disease and ailments which affect the heart. When the hearts, brothers and sisters, are cleansed and purified, then the limbs, they follow the heart in that goodness. When the hearts are purified, and the hearts become good and the hearts want good and they intend good then the limbs they follow the heart they follow the heart as the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said ala wa inna fil jasadi mudgha idha salahat salah al jasadu kullu wa idha fasadat fasad al jasadu kullu ala wa hiya al qalb he said, indeed, there is a piece of flesh in the body that when it is good and rectified, the whole body is rectified. And when it is corrupt, then the whole body becomes corrupt. Indeed, it is the heart. And indeed, and it is the heart. So indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to pay attention to this affair of the heart. To keep it purified and cleansed. 
Because this is what will benefit us. One of the things will benefit us on the day of judgment. Not your wealth and not your children. But that sound heart, as Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهِ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٌ A day which no wealth and no children will benefit except those who come to Allah with a sound heart. So therefore, brothers and sisters, it is your own duty to safeguard your hearts. It is your duty to safeguard your hearts from doubts, from innovations, from falsehood. Protect it and safeguard it. How do you safeguard it? Learn the correct knowledge and implement the correct knowledge and the correct understanding and hold firm upon that and do not deviate. Do not allow yourself to turn and deviate away any from that and you will be protecting any your heart. Likewise from the things that are mentioned in this dua, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asked Allah for a tongue that speaks the truth. Truthfulness, brothers and sisters, is a very important as aspect of us Muslims. We need to be very careful of what we speak. And we need to fear that which may come from our tongues. That which will lead us to the hellfire. And indeed, all of us, we are accountable for everything that we say from everything that we say and the rectification of our limbs likewise depends upon the rectification of our tongues as he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in a hadith when the children of adam they wake up all of his limbs they say to the tongue fear allah regarding us for indeed we are with you. If you are upright, then we will be upright. And if you deviate, then we will deviate likewise. So therefore, brothers and sisters, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be mindful of what you say. Let us not haste to just say anything and everything. Let us be mindful and wait before you speak ponder before you let those words out and seek forgiveness for allah from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfiru li wa lakum min kulli dhanb wa astaghfiru innahu huwal ghafurur rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. To conclude, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he asked Allah سبحانه وتعالى in this dua and he said أسألك من خير ما تعلم وعوذ بك من شر ما تعلم. Oh Allah, I ask you. 
of the good that you know. Oh, I ask you of every goodness that you know. And I seek refuge in you from the evil that you know. So here the scholars have mentioned that this is a comprehensive and a part of the dua. As you're asking Allah Azza wa Jal for everything that is good. And that includes every single affair. So by just saying this part of the dua, you are including every single thing that is good, is considered to be good before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that is hidden, everything that you know and everything that you do not know that is good. I can bring good for yourself, you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he fought it. And likewise, in this part of the dua, you're seeking refuge from, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from all of the evil, all of the evil, that which you know of and that which you do not know of. And indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his knowledge encompasses everything. He knows everything that is good and he knows of everything that is harmful for his servants. So therefore, he in this part of the dua, you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection from all of those evilness and you're asking him to give you the good and all of the types of good, everything that can benefit you in your religion and your hereafter. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he concluded, وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ عَلَّامُ الْغُيُوبِ And I ask you for your forgiveness of that which you know. He, the scholars have said, that the children of Adam, they commit sins. They remember some and they forget some. As time goes on, they forget. And likewise, they commit sin. Sometimes they don't even know that it is sinful. So here the person is asking Allah for forgiveness for everything that he, that he Allah knows of their sins. The sins that they have forgotten and the sins that they have or still remember. So likewise, again here, comprehensive gathers all of your sins and your mistakes. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness and for all of them. So here brothers and sisters, this is only a few points that we are able to mention regarding this great supplication. And it is upon us to learn the supplications of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we affirm upon it that we try to implement it as much as we can for indeed it will lead us to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and will keep us firm and upon the obedience of Allah for indeed we need to ask Allah azza wa jal for aid we are unable to achieve anything except by the aid of Allah azza wa jal so in your dua you are constantly asking Allah and for his aid in those affairs that are mentioned. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad aqimu salah.